Welcome. You are tuning into Between the Rules podcast, featuring Anthony and Nelly, an eccentric dive into what we allow to rule our brains between our day-to-day lives of being university students in 2022. We are looking forward to giving you guys an insight into our chaotic minds. Since the pandemic, it has been easier for people to learn new valuable information through podcasts. But it's also easier to learn not-so-useful information. When people need to take a short break from reality, we are here to help with the stress. We talk about all different sorts of topics, ranging from pop culture, psychology, and even game lore. Podcasts have always piqued our interest and have challenged us to have a different view from a different window. We are both freshmen at the University of Tennessee Chattanooga, a.k.a. UTC, and we don't have the same major, but we did become friends from attending the same English class last semester. And fun fact, I made Anthony join another English class with me this semester. Neither of us are English majors. I'm a business major, and Nellie is a nursing major, or computer science. Which one are you? That's a good question, Anthony. Um, as long as I pass one of my core classes this semester, that means I will continue being a nursing major. But if that's not the case, then I will change my major to computer science. Well, enough about that. Let's get into a little bit about us. So we're going to be asking each other questions and letting our listeners know more about our lives, about who we are, about who your hosts will be throughout this podcast. We're also going to ask like the very awkward, like basic questions like, what's your favorite color? Or like, what was your first pet? Just because... We feel like you as the audience really need to know that about us. All right, so I'll go first. Nelly, how old are you? I am 18. I turned 19 in August. I am a Leo. What about you, Anthony? I really thought you were 19. I am so dumb. I'm sorry. I am 19. I'm a Capricorn. The best sign, you know what I mean? Nah, Leo's. Leo's all the way. But then again, Leos are kind of prideful. And we have anger issues. But we get things done. No, we don't. We procrastinate a lot. Get out of here. Girl, Uh, all right. What's your question? Okay. What was your first pet? So, my first pet, I got him during the pandemic in May of 2020. His name is Bright, and he's a Yorkie Terrier mix dog. He's my baby, and he's like three, uh, three months, three years now. How about you? Um, my first pet, I had goldfish, but I don't count that as my first pet because I didn't really take care of them, and I didn't, I wasn't the one to kill them. It was like the my nanny who killed them, but in my opinion, my first pet was actually a bird. I got it from outside. It fell off from the tree, and I picked it up and I took it home. Did you nurse it? My mom did. She felt, she like, I don't know what she fed her, but it was a her. And it's actually a mourning dove. And in the state of Tennessee, apparently it's illegal to have. But like, it didn't look illegal. It it was just a, it was just a bird, you know? It didn't look illegal. (laughs) (laughs) We never do, girl. We never do. (laughs) But yeah, she, she was with me for like a year. And then I always had a feeling my parents didn't like the bird because I went to Mexico and when I came back, it wasn't there no more. She said, my mom said that it flew away, but honestly, I feel like they let it go. 
Wow, I'm really sorry. I hope my first pet doesn't end up like that, but my family loves him, so it should be good. All right, my question to you is, where are your parents from? Both of my parents are from South Mexico, from a state named Chiapas and Oaxaca. What about you, Anthony? Wow, my mom is also from Chiapas. She's from Tapachula, Mexico, which is a town in Chiapas. And my dad was born in Peru. Spicy. So I am a mixed bag, you know that. And fun fact, I know you guys can't see us, but we both have black hair. We both are blind. We both wear glasses. Um, Anthony is taller than me. How old are you? I mean, how tall are you? I'm 5'10". How tall are you? I'm 5'2". So yeah, there's, there's a gap there. It's okay, though. We make it work. Also, fun fact, me and Anthony are starting to go to the gym because we need our summer bodies. Right. And we're trying to have a butt like Nikki. It's a hot girl summer, okay? Exactly. Everyone, get in the gyms, all right? City girls up 100. Come on. It's time. Okay. Your question. My question is, what's the worst injury that you've ever had? So, when I was five, me and my sister were jumping off our front porch, like little kids do. You know, it's the middle of summer, we were bored, neither of us had anything interesting to do that day, so we didn't realize that there was a big hole in the ground of the front porch. We just always jump past it. So, I decided, like an idiot, to shorten my jump so I could get back up the porch faster. And doing so, I fell into the hole and completely destroyed my... Your shin. My shin, yes. I didn't know what this part was called, but I really messed up my shin. So my dad heard me crying, screaming, yelling, vomiting, you know, outside. My sister didn't know what to do, and he rushed me to the hospital. I had to get seven stitches or so. Oh, my gosh. And I still have the scar on my leg. It was a big-ass cut. It was that big. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it went all the way to my bone. Like, you could see my bones in <gasps> my leg. It was not fun. Um, I don't remember the surgery because I was passed out. But I remember high? getting a... No. I remember getting a teddy bear, though. That was really oh, cool. Oh, period, period. Did and you... And ever since then, I've been really scared to do a lot of stuff. Like, when my dad takes us to the pool, I don't like jumping off the deep end, you know? My sister don't care. She just, like, jumps in. <laughs> my younger brother doesn't care. He just jumps in. But you, you'll tippy-toe in. I don't go in. You don't? <laughs> I go in the shallow end, you know? Okay. I've always been the, the mellower kid in my family. And how many siblings do you have again? I have four siblings. I have two older brothers, one older sister, and one younger brother. How many siblings do you have? It's only me and my brother. So yeah, I, I come from a small, small family. Is he older or younger? He's younger, so I'm I'm the oldest, you know. I'm the I'm the generation curse breaker person. So well, back to the topic of accidents. What was your worst accident? My worst accident, I believe, I was 
I was about four or five and I was in church and I remember during service there'd be like a little daycare center for the kids right so I was part of that I would go to the daycare while my mom was in church and I just remember being on a seesaw with me and this kid and keep in mind this kid he was a little bit bigger than I was and we were both trying to get each other as high as we could that sounds really bad but like you know as high up as we could and one one time I just wasn't noticing that he was gonna jump so then I wasn't holding on and ended up like landing on my side and I'm pretty sure that my left elbow dislocated and this is the beginning of the service and if you haven't been to like a Hispanic church service takes such a long time oh my gosh yes and I've been an introvert since like the the minute that I opened my eyes right so I told nobody I just went to the corner of like the daycare center (laughs) and I laid down with my elbow and then once everything was done and all the kids were out my my mom came looking for me right because like I wouldn't come out of daycare and then I was just like laying down in the corner like crying and then she was like what happened and I couldn't talk I couldn't tell her like I was just like I don't want the kid to get in trouble you know so I was just like I don't know you're like uh, don't look at my elbow yeah, Just don't, look at my don't worry about that nothing handling and then she tried like carrying me and like I started screaming and then I went to the ER and I don't remember anything from that I feel like it was I just forgot like my mind just did you end up having to get surgery or anything honestly you? I don't remember I just remember that my cast was purple after that oh so you got a cast yeah I got a cast yeah. And then I got, like, special treatment from my mom. Yeah. At that point, were you an only child still? Or was your brother already born? Yeah, I was an only child. My brother wasn't born until I was six. So it was just me and my mother. Oh, and fun fact. I, as a kid, did not like to eat. And my mom, she would, like, cook me meals. But she would allow me to, like, watch TV in the room. And what I would do is I would just put the scraps of the food that I didn't want to eat. Like, I didn't like green beans, right? So I would just, like, throw it under the bed and just hide it under the bed. And, like, for me, it seemed like such a good idea because I was like, (laughs) okay, I don't have to eat this, period. Because, like, the reason why I didn't throw in the trash is because she would would check it. She'd be like, okay. And then she'd give me, like, a little reward, like some chocolate or something. I'd be like, period, period, you know? No. And then it got to the point where, like, the room just smelled terrible. Like, after about two weeks, three weeks, I don't know, she, it just felt so awful. And then my mom was just, like, trying to, like, find a smell. And she checks under our bed, and it's just, like, a pile of food. It's, like, corn, green beans, carrots. It's, like, vegetables. And I just remember, like, opening the door while she was cleaning and just running. I just took <laughs> off. So I was just, like... I was like, no. I was just like, what? I don't know. I don't know what I thought was going to happen, to be honest. She would have destroyed you. Yeah. I ended up, like, I tried to run away, but, like, she was obviously faster than I could. So, I mean, that sounds really bad. My mom's really nice. I love her. That's just the way we grew up. Like, that's the way Latino kids grow up, you know? Chancla. Learning to hate and love your parents at the same time. El cinto. Did they ever make you stand against the refrigerator and hold your hands up against it until like 30 minutes or an hour passed? 
No. My tia used to make me do that. Whenever I would go to her house and I would get in trouble, she'd be like, go stand next to the refrigerator. And I would just like have to stand there like this. And if I put my arms down, she would add time. <gasps> so How long? How long did you have to like? I believe like 30 minutes. That would <laughs> tell me you had muscles by the end of that. No, I was crying by the end of it. <laughs> Alright, so I want I want to get to a final question yeah. about us. Where do you see yourself in the future? In, let's say, 10 years. In 10 years from now. So in about 10 years from now, I'll be 28. I imagine myself in my own, I'm not going to necessarily say house, but maybe apartment or so with two dogs. I currently have one dog. His name is Rufus. He's about a year and a half. We love Rufus. We do love Rufus. Rufus is one of a kind. You know, I feel like he's very teenager-like. He throws a lot of tantrums. And he constantly argues with me. But I feel like that's how he shows his love. And I want him to show that type of love towards a sibling of his. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be one sibling, two siblings, but I want a sibling for him. Dog. Dog. What about you, Anthony? Where do you see yourself? So in 20... No, whenever I'm 29, I believe I'll be in California by then. Hopefully I'll be living around LA, if not then. Silicon Valley. Just working my way up the ladder because... My end goal is becoming someone prominent in this world from for my standard for my standard and my family's standard. Period, period. So I really wanna work hard for that. I don't know where I'll be necessarily or what company I'll be working for. Probably not the company I wanna work for right now, but it's all a process and People always say whenever you reach your 30s, you're getting old, but I don't, I don't see that. I don't feel like 30s is old. I feel like the reason why we call your 40s a midlife crisis is because you're only halfway there. And getting to that point, I suggest we move to our next topic, why we are starting a podcast in the first place. Yeah, um, I feel like... This podcast is just going to be a little bit of a timekeeper for us just to see where we're at in life. And hopefully in about 10 years from now, whenever we're 28 and 29, we'll be able to listen back to us and see how much progress we've made. And we also wanted to share just a little bit of insight between both of our lives as college students. And you'll be able to grow with us through our like highs and lows, thick and thins, good and bads. And hopefully... You'll know us in about 10 years. Hopefully it'll take less than 10 years, actually. I agree. I feel like college is so eye-opening for people like us because no one in my family has ever completed a four-year college, so I'm a first-generation student. Are you? Yeah, I'm first-gen as well. I've had, like, a cousin complete community college but never, like, pursue a bachelor's degree. Same here. One of my cousins... Shout-outs to Emmanuel. He finished Motlow Community College last year. But no one's ever, like, moved out of the house, went to a new city, then worked hard for four years to get that dream, you know, the American dream. 
that so many people strive for. So I'm very excited. And these next three years are going to be very changing. You know, right now, I don't feel like the same person I was in August. And I agree with what you said. That's why we're starting this, because I don't know if I'll remember how this feels like 10 years from now, whenever I'm in a different place in life, meeting new people, seeing new things, you know. So having this is going to be very, um, I guess, it's like our photo book, just exactly. in audio form. Yeah. And I we, think we can both agree that college wasn't exactly what people portrayed it as. It's, I feel like, at least for me, it's been a very different experience than what I was expecting it to be. Like, I don't know about you, but a year ago, I saw myself going to UTK or like Memphis even. I'm pretty sure my dream college at the time was Vanderbilt. But the universe brought us here for a reason. And I'm pretty sure we're both thankful for that, right? Right. I tried to get into UCLA. That was my speech on last Tuesday in public speaking class. I gave my speech about how I was denied to UCLA. And that was my dream school. Like, I've been talking about that since I was five. I was telling my family, like, finally, I'm going to live back with y'all in California and feel at home. I can't wait to reconnect with my family over there and just feel like I belong somewhere. And then I didn't get in. So I didn't know where to go. But thankfully, now we're here. And I also feel like the universe brought us here for a reason. It wasn't a mistake, that's for sure. Like a lot of other people might feel like they've made a mistake picking not their, f or not getting their first choice. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when one door closes, you know that like weird saying, that cliche saying, one door closes, many more will open. Well, I feel like that's the case, especially for our personal growth. Like you said earlier, we're not the people that we were a year ago, especially considering the fact that like one, I feel, right now I feel like I have a di different personality than I did back in high school. And I'm thankful for that just because one, I feel like I'm a nicer person than I was in high school. Two, I am an introvert, but thanks to Anthony, you know, I'm learning oh. to like talk to more people and like get to know more people and be able to make more friends. And in general, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that I attended UTC. Thank you. I'm also really glad I attended the UTC. Um, fun fact, it's the Hamilton County is one of three blue counties in Tennessee on the election um, gr graphic. Period. I'm a Democrat. Right. We we love new, um, new ideas, new inventions, new mindsets, because the future is coming whether we want it or not. You know, we can't be stuck in the past and things that have already happened. So I really appreciate getting out of my little town of McMinnville, Tennessee, that I've been stuck in since I was four. And coming to this new city, this growing city, and meeting so many interesting people like you, and just sharing my ideas that I've had with people who want to listen to me. I also feel like this English class that we're doing the project for has pushed us out of our shells, not just me pushing you out of yourself, but this class has pushed us 
to grow as well. Um, we had we had to write a lot for sure. That's so true. Yes. <laughs> our professor Rick Hunter, shout out to you. Shout out, shout out. Um, he pushed us to be inventive with our multimodal composition because everyone else in our class is doing like a video, a poster, something or like a logo more, or something like that. Right, something more standard, and we decided to switch it up, like try a different medium. That's why we're doing a podcast. Like, our original plans weren't this at all. Like, me, I'm not the best with, like, designing a logo or anything like that. I was actually going to do a painting. What what was your original plan, Anthony? I originally was going to do a rap. I was going to do a rap in the style of Nicki Minaj on Motorsport. Period. And perhaps do a music video because one of my friends here has a Tesla, you know. I would have okay, used that okay. car. That would have been really cool. But then whenever we went to the library to discuss how we would make our projects, Nelly ran up to me and she was like, <laughs> let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> the reason like, for that okay. is because I saw the room and I was just like, bro, this is so cool. Like, I was like, we have to do this. So luckily, Anthony agreed. Yeah. I'm always down to try new things. I don't know how to work this, though. Like, all of this is very new to us. We're very amateur at this. But I feel like... We're having fun. Right. We're having fun. It'll be interesting. It'll be a learning experience. And it can show our growth. Okay, Anthony. Any last words that you would like to tell to our viewers? Yes. I want to say... Shout out to everyone listening. Shout outs to Nelly. Shout outs to Candice. Shout outs to Joe. <laughs> Nelly, do you by chance know Candice or Joe? Um, who's who's Candice? If you know, you know. If okay? you know, you know. If you know, you know. Shout outs um to your mom. Yeah, shout outs to our moms. They're amazing women who taught us amazing things. Period. Period. (laughs) And I also wanted to end on how our days went because today is Friday, April 1st, 2022. And it's April Fool's Day, but this isn't a joke for us. We really are passionate about doing this podcast. And while people are being goofy, you know, some people being rude, some people being mean, I want to highlight this holiday as like, I don't know. Like a little break from reality. Yeah. Break from the anxious space. Overall. You you can have fun, just not in a rude way that like diminishes other people. Yeah. For sure. And also be respectful. Uh, So how has your day been? Um, Overall, I, I feel like it was good. I got a good enough sleep. I was actually supposed to wake up at 6.40 this morning, but I woke up at 8.40, so I got, like, two more hours sleep. That, of course, came into, like, me skipping two classes, but, hey, it's okay. I'm caught up with my work. Besides that, though, this is my main event. We'll probably... I'm probably going to do um kickball later. I don't know about you, Anthony. But it's been a good day, and it's going to be a great day. It's beautiful today, yeah, too. Yeah, it's really pretty. Especially yesterday as well. 
The wind has been kind of crazy here, though. Dude, I felt like, two, was it two days ago that the wind was super crazy? Yeah, I felt like it was going to blow me away. Like, I was driving, and I'm not supposed to say that I drive above the speed limit, but I usually do. But that day, I was driving at the speed limit because I felt like my car was going one way. It, it was just like, it was tilting to the left a lot. And I was just like, bro, what is happening? And I thought that it was my steering wheel that was messed up. Because you know how you have to, like, rotate your wheels every now and then for that they can align to your steering wheel? Right. Yeah, I was just like, bro, like, what? I was just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have to drive as much as you since I live on campus. But I'm sure that was really scary. Because even walking outside, like, Wednesday afternoon, me and my friend went to the pool. And coming back, I was freezing my ass off. <laughs> Because the air was relentless. And that was not fun. But today has been an okay day. I woke up late. I missed my first class. I'm really behind on that class. So I really wanted to go. However. Sleep is important. Right. Sleep is a priority. Especially as a college student. You cannot function if you don't get enough sleep. And I always try to tell my people that. You need to prioritize that as well. I know you have a lot of things to do. Like college is not easy. You have deadlines to meet. You have places to be. You have people to see. But make sure you're well rested. Because if not, you can't function. You don't get to show the best version of yourself to everybody. So get good sleep, please. I feel like as college students, that's not really talked about a lot. Taking care of yourself, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, making sure you eat. I know for a fact that last semester, in order for me to do work, I would skip a couple meals, and that was not the way to go. So if you can prioritize eat, sleep, and eating, maybe you will have a little bit less time on your hands. But hey, health is important for you. Health is important for everybody. Right. You don't have to be a college student to prioritize these fundamentals that you need to go throughout your day every day so i really want to encourage everyone listening to prioritize those things make sure you get enough of every bit of it and don't feel bad saying no to something or putting something off to focus on yourself because you really have to love yourself to put it first that's something i've learned in recent years the pandemic has really changed my life. I don't know about you, but before the pandemic, I felt like my life was on a really good trajectory, like going upwards, but everything just came crashing down March 2020. I lost a lot of connections I was making. I couldn't see people that I wanted to see. And I really got back into a bad head state. So my mental health, my physical health, they declined along with the rising cases, you know. I feel like the pandemic also helped us learn like a good stress reliever. I know for a fact I was in kind of the same mindset. Like I was I was going up there, I had plans, I knew I knew what I was going to do and I had plans for the future and I feel like the pandemic just paused all of that for everybody and helped us have like, again, a different viewpoint from a different window. It wasn't great, but it, I'm pretty sure it was something that we all needed. 
especially to grow. And stress relievers were a big thing. Like, of course, no one could really go out and do much, like go watch a movie or like go out to eat or anything or hang out with friends because, of course, it was COVID. But one thing that I would, what I was, one thing that I would always do is go out for a walk. Go out for a walk, go out for a run, or just stay active. What about you, Anthony? I did the opposite. Before the pandemic, I was excited to start going to the gym, to start just hanging out with my friends more. But after the pandemic started, I enclosed myself. I did not leave my house at all unless I needed to. My job got closed since I worked at a Mexican restaurant, so I didn't have anywhere I needed to be. School went all, all online, and it was just a better option to stay home. I'd rather stay home and deal with the mental health crisis and the physical health crisis I was dealing with than possibly become a crisis by infecting my mom or somebody else really important to me and my family. So I let them become my focus. And I paid for that in good ways and bad ways. But everything has a price. So And everything happens for a reason. Yes. So we will continue this discussion at our next podcast. But thank you everyone for tuning in. This This is is Podcastable, and this this is is Between the Roles Podcast. Podcast.